our Father in heaven. Thank you that you are our God and our Father. Thank you for our gathering to you tonight, which you have gathered us to. Thank you for your mind that you want known to us. We pray tonight in the name of Jesus, asking that hearts of men will be open to your word. And that understanding that will bring transformation and cause us to be acceptable in your sight will be formed in the name of Jesus. We come that we may know We come that we may repent. We come that we may be transformed to do what pleases you. So may may your word have a free course tonight. In the name of Jesus. Speak to us, Lord. For your children are ready to hear. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We, we want to consider something that most of the children of God have taken it for granted. That God does not overlook those things. The progress of the church of Jesus is hanged on some of these things if we will watch them and avoid them. We do them either unconsciously or consciously, but the detriment is that it restricts the growth and the impact the church of Jesus is supposed to make. So tonight, let's be very humble enough as the Holy Spirit comes our way to plead to be delivered from some of these so that the church of Jesus will progress. One of the things I saw as we come to study is that when these things are with you, the devil has access to you and you will not be aware. So let's watch them. Because God has been very clear with his word. The seven things that God Almighty hates and his mouth spoke concerning them. Let's quickly look at Proverbs chapter 6, verse number 16 to 18. Proverbs 6, 16 to 18. And um, as we look at these things, the Bible said, These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are abomination to him.
You have changed the scripture. Somebody had to help him quickly. We are in 6. We are not in chapter 7. Otherwise, um, all right. Please. <clears throat> That's number 17. A proud look. A lion tongue. Hands that shed blood. A heart that devises wickedness. Sorry, that devises wicked plans. Feet that are swift in running to evil. Continue. Be patient. Sean is doing his best. A false witness who speaks lies and one who shows discord among brethren. Amen. Listen. Many things happen to children of God and they don't seem to know where they are coming from. But these seven things were things that God Almighty Himself spoke that I hate them. Especially in the household of faith. And so, I want us to take them one by one. The first one is a proud look. You know, most people have resigned themselves to, I haven't said anything. But may I tell you a secret? Sometimes an attitude speaks more than if you have said it. Or else Jesus would not have said, If a man looks at a woman lustfully, if I'm looking at a woman lustfully, you who is sitting here, would you see? You know, I can steal my eyes more and look. And the lust will be burning in my heart. But you will not see. But God would have already written in my records, Dennis, you have done the job already. In the same vein, when a brother looks at another brother in a very, I don't know, is there a word, proudful way, in a way that your heart is already so full of pride in your look, others may not see, but God would have seen it. So brethren, it's about time 
we paid attention to ourselves carefully. You see, when I sit down to study Bible, I want to tell you something that frightens me a lot. When I see the way God speaks from his word, when I see things that happen, then I know that I don't think that many people really have understood God. I see very clearly where I stand when I read Bible. I see and I pray that you will begin to see like that the name of Jesus. It doesn't make me, I will tell you a secret, it doesn't make me, there are so many things people struggle and pray and waste too much time on, which you can't find me praying on those things. Every day, Satan, Satan, Satan. When a man has a proud look, he's already disqualified. And more so, if there is a, when it prevails in the house of God. A brother, a sister, has done you nothing, but you size the person up and already tell him, you are not my class. Oh. Oh. You have finished the individual. But you can still sing. And the heavens are saying, who is singing? But for you and for me, we can say that is a spiritual being. May the Lord deliver us. I pray that everybody in this church will be given with the opportunity to begin to see in the spirit. And to feel in the spirit. And to understand in the spirit. You will be very humble. You will be, you will be, you will be so humble. Because you don't want to exchange your heaven, your eternal life with a proud look. Hallelujah. And you know, the things that God is saying to us tonight that he hates, I want to tell you that. They are not things that are very visible. Take note. They are not things that are very visible. A proud look. If I am looking proudly, you will not know. Teacher, do you have a mic? Take it to support the scripture. Would you read for me? A proud look. Not this one. Okay. Psalm 101 verse 5. The experience when they haven't come. Sean, you are doing well. Go ahead. Psalm 105 verse 5. 101. 101 verse 5. 101. Psalm 111 verse... Okay, go ahead. She's there. He's there now. Whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will destroy. Hmm. The one who has a haughty look and a proud heart, 
him I will not endure. Don't you fear God? May I tell you tonight, begin to walk in the way that you will not walk to offend God in the church, in your home, wherever you find yourself, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whoever, listen carefully, you can be called general overseer. You can be called bishop. You can be called pope. Because he says, whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will destroy. The one who has a haughty look. Do you know that sometimes people haven't done anything, but they, uh, they look them up and down? If you have done that, repent. And say, I will not do that anymore. You know, because we don't know scripture. Bible said, my people err. Because they don't know scripture. Because we don't know scripture, we have imported the worldly system into the church. And are operating according to the system of the world and justifies ourselves that we are human. I felt it. So that is why I reacted like that. May God help us. Him I will destroy. Listen, when God is destroying a man, you may not know. You can pray. I bind, I bind, but you will still be destroyed. Because the cause for whatever that thing is bringing on you has not been identified. One of the things I saw in the scriptures that scared me. And I noticed that it is very important for everybody to plead for the spirit of discernment. David has inherited the throne. He is the king of Israel. And Israel had entered into famine, hunger, for three and a half years. And there is no, they can't figure it out. Until David went to God and said, Father, why is Israel going through these difficult times? Then God said, the reason why Israel is going to difficult times, through difficult times, is that your predecessor, the man you took over from him. This man, um, what's his name again? Saul. There was a covenant between the people of Israel and the Gibeonites. He violated that. Now Saul is dead though. But the repercussions are following Israel. So he said, Lord, now that I know, I will do something about it. He went to the descendants of Gibeon and said, what can I do to pacify you? Now, what I want you to think about tonight is that if God were to punish you for some of these things we are talking about, a prophet can prophesy, it shall be well with you. 
it will, never, it will not be well with you. Until you know the cause and you go and beg for forgiveness. May the Lord help us. Him, that person, God says, he will destroy. The one who has a haughty, you are very haughty. You are sorcery. How do they call them? Huh? Yeah, you are saucy. That's correct. That's the word I was. You are saucy. You know, kind of when I read Bible, I repent. I do. When when nobody is there, that you are making kind of Bible, ochamembei, omamu. So the kinds of prayer I pray are not the ones that you think I'm praying. Because Bible reveals the heart of man. When a person is in this kind of spirit and atmosphere, he can sing very well. He can preach very well. He can pray very well. But he's not standing well with God. Stop it. Repent. And it shall be well. The, that, what disturbed me is the last portion. Him, I will not endure. If you understand that. It means that no matter how you persist your case, God will not endure with you. Go back to 16. So that's the first one. Thank you. 16. 16. All right. We already have established the summary. Now go to 17. A lion tongue. Ow. Ow. I have never seen a time in Christianity that people can lie. Thing is, A. He has a mouth that he has trained at school. To say it is B. You're a child of God. Stop that. Bible says a lion tongue is something God hates. And more especially in the household of faith, those of our brethren who lie to one another. Tonight, I know that I don't know. I know that I don't know. But I know that God knows. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help me. If ever you should lie, your heart should chastise you until you have repented. I will tell you a secret I have found. When a Christian brother or a Christian sister begins to lie continuously... You get to the point when you are lying, you don't see you are lying. And I found out from the scripture that when you get to that place, you have crossed the line. You have been giving up and that is how you operate. 
May it never happen to you in church. May it never happen to you at home. May it never happen to you amongst brethren in the name of Jesus. Let your ye be ye, your no no. Don't ever lie. A lying tongue. You know, I have found out that you can lie so much to such an extent that sometimes you will lie and you will forget that you have lied. I have found it. So may the Lord help us. Teacher, would you please read Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22. May the Lord help me. May the Lord help us. Proverbs 12, 22. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Hey. But those who deal truthfully are his delight. Ha! Ha! A lying tongue. You see, when, some, when, when the word is used, an abomination, it means it's a very hateful thing that is not accepted. So when Bible says that lion lives are abomination to the Lord, he is saying you can never be justified. You are the one praying, but it doesn't register heaven. You are the one begging, but it is not known in heaven. So may we never, if the thing is A, is A. If the thing is B, is B. It is better to suffer for the truth than to lie. Hallelujah. Number three. Back to 17. Hands that shed innocent blood. I'm sure majority of us may say, oh, but here, how can you share blood? There are two things God spoke to my heart about. The first one had to do with abortion. And I have found out that many people do abortions and they quietly sit down and make as if they haven't done anything. By the grace of God, I have have come across many people who have suffered through torments of demonic influences for many years. The only way by which the revelation came was that God himself showed and said, the problem of this individual is due to the fact that at a certain time, she aborted and nobody knew. And it was at that time, after so many sufferings, that the individual came to herself And now had to go through a very serious repentance. Before the influences of husband in the spirit. Attacks in the spirit could stop. Hallelujah. The other thing about blood. Hans that shares blood. Do you know that in the New Testament. The Bible says. And it's very clear here. In, in 1 John chapter 3 verse 5. You are a murderer. A murderer is the one who shares blood. 
Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. Praise the Lord. You may think it's not related. It relates. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. So, brother, sister, some of the entertainments of hate that we sometimes allow ourselves to go through for an individual, I say to you you tonight and to myself in the name of Jesus, don't hate anybody. You can be angry, but sin not. And overcome it, forget about it, and move on with your life. Praise the Lord. Are you understanding this? As the Lord is helping us tonight, if the Holy Spirit helps you and softens your heart for you to see some of these areas, Tonight there will be a break of that if you will be very sincere to accept the word of God. There will be a breakthrough. Praise the Lord. We are in the point number three. Very crucial. Trying to finish quickly so that there can be a help in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. The next one, number four, a heart that devises wicked plans. What is that? Ask yourself, what is that? You sit. And in your heart, plan that this thing that this person has done, this is how I'm going to work also against him. This thing that this person has said, this is how I'm going to deal with this individual. Your heart is devising a plan of wickedness. These things, they happen in the church. And I'm looking at at my own self. And I'm asking, Lord, I don't like this. I don't like this. If I, if, if I make an attempt here, pull my ear, speak to my heart, let it be so plain. Probably you can pray that prayer for yourself. Let it be so plain in a manner that, Lord, yes, 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 the enemy was suggesting this. I thank you, I thank you, Lord, I stop it, forgive me. If you will allow God to help you, you will be helped. If I will allow God to help me, I will be helped. 
You know, I will tell you a secret. The biggest problem we have. I was waiting on the Lord. Had few retreats. The Lord spoke a lot of things to me. To help my own life. One of the remarkable statements that the Lord made was. You are living in days where people love to be approved by men. And they have equated the approval of men as my approval over people. But what people don't know is that I approve men over what goes on in their hearts. So walk in the way that I will accept you than to be approved by men. Oh, oh, it was a beautiful matter. I cried to God. I prayed to God. And I said, make me such a defiant individual in the face of men, but softer to hear you. When you speak, hallelujah. A heart that devises, listen, this thing I'm talking about, brother, it can happen to everybody. Especially when Satan brings the idea. And do you know when it starts? Actually, it starts when you think somebody has offended you. It starts when you think <clears throat> that you are better than this person. It starts when you think you are great and nobody is like you. Those are the fuels. So the seven things that God hates in his church, which I pray none of us will become instruments to work in those things that God hates. Praise the Lord. And this is very dear to God because the reason is that these things, when you are involved, they are not seen. And I keep emphasizing that. A heart that devises wicked plans. Plan to destroy. Plan to, to eliminate. Plan. Ah. When you are in that atmosphere, your friend will not know because you can smile to your friend. But before God, you are already in abomination zone. And so I beg you, amongst ourselves, in the household of faith, please, please, I adjure and plead by the mercy of God that every one of us must go and look into his own life and make sure he doesn't hatch wicked plans and be smart to justify them because it won't help. It is to your own detriment. Teacher, would you please read Jeremiah 18, 18. See how people said they wanted to destroy Jeremiah. Jeremiah 18.18 Jeremiah 18.18 
Then they said, Come and let us devise plans against Jeremiah. For the law shall not perish from the priests, nor counsel from the wise, nor the word from the prophets. Come and let us attack him with a tongue. And let us not give heed to any of his words. You know, do you know that to be shot with a gun is better than to be destroyed by mouth? You don't know that. Hello? Do you know that to be shot with a gun is better than to be destroyed by tongue? To be shot with a gun happens once. Then you are finished. There is no long pain. You are gone. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. But to be destroyed by tongue, you haven't experienced that before. And may the Lord help you not to experience that. When you know that you've been destroyed and people have formed plans about who you are, it's not a good thing. So they said, they knew it is better to take a cutlass to go and finish Jeremiah. It's not, he will die too quick. Let's use our tongue. Come, let us attack. Come and let us attack him with the tongue. One of the God hates when we attack one another with the tongue. May the Lord help us. Let's not give heed to any of his words. And Jeremiah, you remember that he was not operating on his own. God said that before you were clothed in your mother's womb, I formed you and anointed you as a prophet. But they said, and what they didn't know was that they were attacking God himself. And so I plead, these things are things God has no concessions for them. And the church of Jesus Christ, not only here, here is a lot, but everywhere too is a lot. And I pray that even those of us who are not here in the homes begin to pray and ask God that you will never become an instrument to be used by any of these things that God is talking about. Hallelujah. The church of Jesus has become so familiar with these and unfortunately for us we don't even know the repercussions of it. The church of Jesus has become so used to this style. And unfortunately we don't know the seriousness of it. But tonight as we are knowing it. May you cry in your heart. Even though you are listening. Cry in your heart and say Lord I never knew the magnitude of this. And I also pray that even as we are listening. May the Lord quickly help you to be able to see your involvement, if there is, so you may repent. Hallelujah.
let us destroy him. We will destroy him. We will destroy Jeremiah. We will destroy Jeremiah by our tongue. The fifth one. Maybe before I go to the fifth one, the heart that devises wicked plans. I will tell you, you know, when your heart starts devising wicked plans, it opens door for suggestions of Satan. Do you know why Judas fall a victim to the betrayer of Jesus? It was this sin. His heart devised the plans as to how he will get Jesus. And so in Luke chapter 22 verse number one, Luke 22, let me quickly read that and then we will get to the sixth one, or the faith. Yeah, the faith one. Luke 22, the Bible says, Now the feast of the unleavened bread drew nigh, which is called Passover. Quickly. And the chief priests and the scribes saw, uh, sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. They, they, their hearts were already devising the wickedness as to how they would destroy him. Then his own disciple, then Satan entered Judas. Comma, I want to ask you. How come that Satan never entered anybody's heart but Judas? Because his heart was already devising evil. Surname Scariot. Judas, Mr. Judas Scariot. Who was numbered among the twelve. Now, careful. He was among the selected people who were given with power to go and witness and to cast out demons. Before this time, he had casted out demons before. Hallelujah. He spoke in tongues before. And yet he became a candidate to deliver Jesus. So this tells you that he who thinks he stands, take heed. Lest he falls. Let's be very careful now. The seven things that God hates in his church. Let each one of us examine his own self and be very careful that he never sees himself sidestepping into any of these seven things. Hallelujah. In the verse number four. So he went away, conferred with the chief priest. Let me tell you, 
when you had devices, it is so very easy now to go and find like-minded people to plot. And I have found out that anytime our hearts devise evil things, we know the people we want to share with them. We know the people we can talk to them. There are certain people when you have to devise certain things, you will never tell them. Because you, they are not of your kind. May the Lord help us. Went to the chief priest and the captains and he, that he might betray him to them. And they were glad. Listen to that. They were glad and agreed and gave him money. I have found out that when you study scripture, that's when you understand the behavior of men. When your heart is like that, it is so very easy to... In fact, the same Satan will direct you as to the type of people you should, you should deal with. It is like this thing that I have found. You see, the spirit of gay and lesbian, most of the time, they, it connects with the same type of people... When they see themselves, even though nothing may show, but when they see themselves, their spirits agree. It is very true. Verse number six. So they promised and they promised and sought opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of the multitude. May the Lord help us. Amen. Quickly, let's go to point number five. Feet that are swift to running to evil. Co, co, co. You are not visiting a brother to help. You are not visiting a brother to pray. You are not visiting a brother to encourage. You are visiting a brother quickly because you have a news. Have you heard? Have you heard the latest? Oh, may this break tonight in the name of Jesus. Ah. Feet that are swift. Anything that, brother, you find yourself on the way going to do, that is not godly. Please stop it. There are implications. Do you remember... Do you remember Gehazi? Gehazi was serving under a prophet. And the prophet of God has healed this Naaman. God has used him to heal Naaman. And then Naaman was going, he offered a gift, and the prophet said, do you think it is time to collect? Go with your gift. So that God just spoke to him, don't collect. As soon as the man left, Quickly, the feet of Gehazi, his servant, quickly ran and crossed and said, My master has changed his mind. And then he's saying that some visitors have come. So give some of the portion so I could. I want to show you practically how the feet that sweet, that goes very swift, works. And then he went for it. Do you know what happened? Actually, the sickness that was casted out for the man to be free, it was called back and it was given as a package to Gehazi. So, 
let me tell you something. When your feet is very swift in carrying bad news, in going to orchestrate evil, don't think that you have done anything better. Maybe physically, you may have done something to achieve something, but it's only a matter of time. Let's be careful. Praise the Lord. Teacher, would you like to read Proverbs chapter 1, verse 16? For their feet runs to evil. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 16. For their feet run to evil, hmm. and they make haste to shed blood. Ow. People, you see, let me tell you, Christians, you don't need to kill a dagger. You don't need to take a dagger. A, a gun to kill. Anybody whose feet runs very quickly to do evil, it simply means, you know, I was looking up for this, and almost all the scriptures that I read concerning feet that runs swift to evil, or feet that runs to evil, almost all of them were connected to sharing of blood. So I began asking the Lord, why is it so? He said you had already done it. Because you are carrying the evil report. Do you remember that Saul, even though Saul didn't do right, at his death, there was somebody who was there and thought that it would be a good thing to go and report to David that your enemy Saul has died. And so, now you can be a king. Now when he got there, David asked him, how did you know that the man is dead? And then he started describing. And David said that, ah, so you were not afraid. Charlie, carry him. And they finished him. So let me tell you, any feet that is always ready to carry evil, you are a blood sharer. And may the Lord help us that none of us, if we have done it, we will repent tonight. That we will not do such things anymore. The feet that quickly carries evil has always connections with blood. The sixth one. A false witness who speaks lies. The seven things that God hates in his church. A false witness who speaks lies. Hey, did you hear him? No, 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 I heard him. That's not what he meant. No, 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 he meant that. I beg you, refrain from that. As much as lies within you, you haven't heard. You don't know. You see, the... As I was studying these things, I saw the implications of these things. And I saw how vulnerable the church of Jesus has become. And how we ought to pray and plead the blood and plead forgiveness and decide that we will not do these things anymore. Praise the Lord. A, a false witness who speaks lies. Who speaks lies. Brethren, these things are there and they are common 
And the reason why things are not progressing, the church of Jesus is not progressing, is because of these doors. And may the Lord help us to be free from them in the name of Jesus. Amen. To support that, Proverbs 19.5. Proverbs 19.5 A false witness will not go unpunished. Ah. And he who speaks lies will not escape. Hmm. Did, did you hear? No. Did you hear, brethren? If you spoke a lie to win a favor, you will never escape. If you bore false witness... Like they did to Jesus. Don't think you will escape. You will never. You see. False witness will never. Never go scot free. For the moment. You may have bore false witness to have won. But don't forget. It is a matter of time. Because he says. You will never escape. Neither would you go unpunished. And finally, the seventh one. That God doesn't like for it to happen in his church. The seven things that God hates. The seventh one is. And one who sows discord amongst brethren. The one who brings division. You knock hairs together just because of what you want. Just because of what you think you deserve. You knock people's head together. I beg you. It's not me. It's the word of God. Let me plead with you. Teacher will read for us Jude, the only one chapter book, in the verse 16 to 19, and we will stand to pray. Jude 1 16. There are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lust, and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. But you, beloved, but you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. How they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. Mm. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the spirit. See, people who do that, they don't have the spirit. It looks as if they have. They don't have the spirit. I would have loved not to have been led to speak this. But the truth is that it is happening in the church of Jesus. Tonight, I don't know how the Holy Spirit is witnessing to your heart. If I can ask you, in all humility, 
That maybe when the word of God was coming, it was like a pierce. He could show you like he did with me. He could point out some areas I have flouted. And I had the chance. Probably those that he loves, he chastises. And he loves you and he's pointing it out. Can we stand for a few minutes? Can we plead for a few minutes? I don't know how God brought about this matter to you as his child. That you could see clearly that Lord, this one, would you please plead with God? Facts. The prayer is simply plead with God. Lord, this one, I have Done, I have seen myself. This one, I have, I have done it to a sister. I have done it to a brother. This one, Lord, it, it, the word is piercing my own heart. And I'm asking for forgiveness. Would you please? You see, if you do it genuinely, God will know. If you also think that there is no problem, it's okay. But may we plead. The seven things that God hates. And brother, Satan always wants us to fall at the wrong side of God. So he supplies these things that we may do. We carry people on our hearts and devise wickedness. We bear false witnesses. We knock heads together. Ah, we are begging God. God wants to heal his church. It is never the plan of God that his church will not make progress. But brethren, we have been hindered. We want to beg God tonight. Plead with God. Oh my father. You who know the heart of all of us. This matter. Ah, I'm begging you Lord. Thank you. That your word has come to me. Thank you that it is your word. You said they are destroying your church. Any role I have played. I'm pleading. Have mercy. Yes Lord. Yes. Yes. Oh yes Lord. Oh yes Lord. Oh Jesus. In my ignorance, which I have no excuse. We have imported the world into the system of the world into the world. The, the system of the world into the church. You do me, I do you, and I will do you worse. Oh. Oh. I won't talk to you. And sometimes we think we are justified. Oh. 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 I hate you. You don't say it by heart, by mouth, but it is strong on your heart. The Lord has seen it. He is the one who can forgive and cleanse. We wish that you were even dead. Sometimes that's how far people could go because of what I want. God has seen it. It's not the best. Let's beg him. Let's beg him. 
Let's plead. Lord. Lord. This is the work of the flesh. And we have fallen victim to it too many times. But tonight you have been very clear. I standing Lord for this church. This church has gossiped and chastised people. This church, many, many, many things have happened. And they are happening. Tonight, it is your word that is true. We beg you. We are only begging you. Those at home, those who are here. We are saying, Lord, we are never justified. Lord, look on us. And forgive us and cleanse us in the name of Jesus. Ah, ah, your word have arrested us by all corners. We say forgive us in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Be seated.